I'm Greg. And I'm Pat. And welcome to a special episode of Passion of the Geeks Unplugged. Usually we use these episodes alone to talk about something only one of us is an expert in. But we decided to try something a little bit different. So this is an Unplugged with both of us. Still mostly unedited, shorter, straight to the point but very, very important, very, very passionate. So uh, what we decided to do this week, and that's why we're both talking to you now, is we decided to review Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We both finished the Disney Plus show maybe last week or maybe the week before. So we, we wanted to give you some time to make up your own mind before we tell you what we thought. Uh... We're just going to talk about it for about 15 minutes, maybe five minutes, random thoughts, general thoughts, spoiler free. And then we dive into some spoilers because, yeah, there were lots of things to talk about that require spoilers. So, yeah, we obviously want to get to the meat of it. (laughs) So, generally speaking, Pat, what did you think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Generally speaking, I loved it. It's totally different than Wonder Vision. It's, it's a completely different style. If if you want to have a style comparison, probably the movie Winter Soldier or maybe Civil War might be a, a comparative style. But it's definitely something different than Wonder Vision, and I enjoyed it immensely. How about you? Uh, I'm also very positive, maybe a little bit less positive than you. I enjoyed it a lot, but I have to admit I liked WandaVision a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'll get to why, but I mean, because I'm a little bit starved for superhero Marvel content. Yes, I know I like these movies. I like them. Uh, <laughs> I obviously had a lot of fun with it, but... There are some things that I feel could have yeah, been improved a little bit. But generally speaking, I really enjoyed it. Mm. It was uh, an interesting story told in an interesting way. I really like where the characters ended up and what they did with some of them. Uh, yeah, maybe kind of the not too happy with how the villains turned out. That's my biggest gripe that the villains were kind of yeah in the end they were not really good for anything uh maybe one thing and i think that's definitely not spoiler territory i think one thing i preferred about wonder vision or where i think falcon and the winter soldier let me down a little bit i really loved the episodic nature of wonder vision that there was an episode a week it's worked quite well because of the whole television series setup and everything and i really like this breaks between the episodes Mm. for winter soldier i think for me personally the show would have benefited if i would have been able to binge watch it i think it this one felt more than a chopped up movie than wonder vision did but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i would agree with that it's certainly the episodic nature in wonder vision was perfection (laughs) it 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 suited the whole style. It suited that you had time to think about it while you waited for the next episode. And I think in in 
uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as you said, it's more it feels more like one long story arc that is just chopped up into episodes um and a lot of stuff that you want to think about uh you only start thinking about when everything is done and so i totally agree uh still i loved it to have it chopped up because it's easier for me to to digest to to watch but it wouldn't have made a tremendous difference if we had everything in one big slice. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, anything else we want to say before we dive into spoilers? Because uh, there is a lot of things in there that, yeah, you can't really talk about without spoiling. I mean, I think yeah. if you haven't seen it from our discussion, I think there's a lot to like in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if you're on the fence about checking it out, I would recommend it. Mm -hmm. I have some caveats, but I would like to talk to them about spoilers. Just from my point of view, generally speaking, the cast is great. Yeah. They're the kind of the story they're trying to tell and some, yeah, I'm saying some political issues they're trying to tackle. I really liked and I think are really important that the superhero property is talking about some of those things i mean mm -hmm. spoiler alert i mean obviously racism is one of the topics uh in in the show yeah but yeah i mean i think it's it's a well-written show that maybe had some problems i don't know maybe due to the pandemic i don't know but generally speaking i really enjoyed it and i highly recommend it Yeah, I agree. Um, before we go into spoilers, I can uh, say the chemistry is great between the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I love them. Uh, as you said, the actors uh, are great without exception. All of them really make, they, they do a great job. And the, the thing is, you need to know that this isn't a typical um, superhero um, series so if you're just there for superhero stuff you might be dif disappointed um, you maybe you, you won't last through the fourth episode but if if you want more than superhero stuff and you carry on it's really really worth it I mean there's some pretty cool superhero stuff in the first episode Oh yeah, definitely. There's, there's a there, there's a Falcon scene in the first episode that's movie level, honestly. Yeah, with without a doubt. And there's it's, some, it's, it's some great. really cool Falcon stuff in the last episode that's definitely movie worthy as well. And in yeah. between there's some there's some cool fights and some some cool action set pieces. But yeah. I think they, they have the big two action piece set pieces. They have in the first and the last episode. Obviously. Yeah. So there are some fights, but it's it's not just about action and superhero stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should go into spoiler territory, shouldn't we? Yeah. Should should we do the spoiler bumper unplugged as well? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> okay, let's do that one unplugged. On three. One, two, three. Spoiler, spoiler alert. You have been You've warned. You've been warned. <laughs> yeah, we have to work on the timing. Right? <laughs> This is unplugged. We've warned This is you. unplugged. We warned you. 
Okay, Pat, we're now in spoiler territory, so everything is off the table. So, yeah, what do you, what did you like? What are maybe things you didn't not like that much in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Well, the first thing that really touched me is the whole uh, Captain America thingy. If if you remember, uh, Sam got the shield from Steve Rogers and he was kind of nominated as Captain America by Steve Rogers himself. But Sam decides at the very uh, beginning that this is a symbol that's no longer needed and the, the people behind it are more important than the symbol itself. And, and it just puts them out of the way. But the government obviously is not, uh, uh, does not think that. And they uh, appoint a new Captain America, uh, John Walker. And uh, let's just say um, he's fantastic in his portrayal, don't you think? Yeah, uh, Wyatt Russell, who portrays John Walker, the new Captain America, uh, does a really good job in because he's a he has a very difficult role to play because yeah, obviously everyone loves Steve Rogers, everyone loves Chris Evans, and kind of most people want Anthony Mackie want Sam to take up the mantle or the the shield of Captain America, mm. but I think Sam. It's not just the same things that uh, this symbol is too big. I think he does not feel ready yet. Yeah. He he feels not worthy to kind of, yeah. M- maybe he's not ready to say goodbye to his friend because the moment mm. he picks up the shield and, and well, the, the moment he dares to pick up the shield and dares to become Captain America, he's kind of replacing his friend. And maybe that's something he doesn't want to. Yeah. But yeah, the U.S. government apparently is yeah, it's not that nostalgic or whatever <laughs> the feeling is. So they're ready to name someone new. And I mean, on paper, he makes perfect sense to pick up the mantle because Definitely. he's a well-decorated soldier. But he, what what he does really well is he portrays this do-good American attitude. But there's something off about him. Mm-hmm. Just just there's just a tiny tiny little thing off. Which, which which says a lot more about Steve Rogers than it says about John Walker in a way. Because yeah. It's just, yeah, Steve Rogers was not just one in a million. He was one in a billion or whatever. <laughs> and that's that that's really really good casting and really good portrayal by by mm. White Russell. And I, I've heard that he got threats or something because oh, really? by, by some people. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I mean, come on. First of all, what's wrong with you? And secondly, yeah, but that, that's what he was supposed to do. You were not supposed to love him picking up the shield. Yeah, that, that's that's the entire purpose there. So yeah, I I, I quite quite liked it as well. I t- totally agree with you there. I mean, um, to be honest, uh, John Walker, we as comic geeks, we kind of know him. He, he, we know he is the super patriot and he, become, he becomes the U.S. agent. And we, we know that he won't stay. And, uh, you know, from the beginning that this is a show uh, that kind of about Sam accepting 
the the shield of Captain America. So there is no surprise there, um, but it's executed so well. It doesn't matter that there is no surprise. You you breathe yeah, I think in, so too. like like Sam does when he sees uh, the new Captain America presenting itself. Yeah, I mean, it's just oh yeah, of course they did it. Of course yeah. they did. Of course they did. It. And I, I I kind of like the thing. It's for me, it's John Walker in Civil War. He wouldn't have made Steve Rogers' choice. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of that. So he's he's he, he, as I said before, on paper he's a proper Captain America, but he's not Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I, I that's one of my favorite parts of the show, honestly. Yeah, and and, and I mean, it's 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 a brave part because he, as the Captain America, represents how people see America. They are self-entitled. He's when when he's coming, uh, when when he arrives, and someone says, "Hey, um, who says this?" and he just points to himself, "I say it because I am America." <laughs> and and I mean, for an American show, this is a brave statement, isn't it? I mean, it's it's obviously they're they're commenting on jingoism. They yeah. it's this America first attitude that they're. I mean. Not 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 sure if that they're poking fun of it is the right way to put it, but they're they're commenting on it, and mm. you're not supposed to. I mean, this is what a lot of Americans do, or what a lot of American politicians do, but you're not supposed to root for that attitude in this show. So it's quite yeah. a strong political statement. It's 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 very strong. I agree. I agree. And and well, part of you mentioned it before. Part of of this Captain America arc is racism. And I think it's it's depicted in a very strong way uh, when uh, Isaiah, a character we, we meet a little later, uh, actually tells Sam that uh, Captain America needs to be a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. He never could be black. And... And, and I mean, you you root for Sam. Sam, show him, show him there can be a black uh, Captain America. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Bradley played wonderfully by Carl Lumbly. Mm. Uh, I mean, he has all the reason to doubt America. I mean, yeah. basically what they did to him and uh, how they treated him. Uh, I mean, he wasn't one of the original super soldiers. But yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't blonde and blue-eyed. He wasn't Steve Rogers. And yeah. there is this little detail in the show where he also uh, went rogue and tried to save his comrades from the bad guys. But he was sent to prison uh, for it. Steve yeah. Rogers, he, he got a different costume. He, he was promoted a hero, so... Really? I mean, that kind yeah. of, yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's a detail in there. So that, that shows yeah. how different black people have been treated in an American history. And obviously, it's not our job as to white guys from Central Europe who've never experienced racism in, in their life to yeah, tell people how they're supposed to feel about this. But 
I, I think it's important that superhero stories tackle these issues as well and, mm. and comment on history. I mean, the fact that Isaiah Bradley was experimented on, I mean, there are cases from history where black men have been medic, yeah, kind of the used for medical experiments and things like that. So there yeah. is, there, there is a precedent for that. And I like that the show uses these yeah, events from real history to yeah, weave their superhero story around. And I mean, even Sam encounters racism. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there, yeah, we don't have to go into too many details, but be it at the bank or when he almost gets arrested by police officers. I mean, he's a, he's an Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but, because he's also a black man, the police doesn't treat him like they treat Bucky. And let's be <laughs> honest, Bucky is a murderer. <laughs> but I think the scene in the bank is 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 really really perfect. I mean, uh, just to to remind everyone, Sam was gone during uh, after the snap until the blip happened. He he wasn't there, and he goes to the bank to to get a loan. And the man in from the bank, he recognizes him. He wants a selfie with him, and he loves him. And say, but they, he he don't he doesn't get alone. And the reason cited is that he didn't have any income for the last five years. <laughs> I mean, that hurt because this is something that totally would happen in real life if if the snap and the blip would happen in real life this is how bureaucracy works yeah i i I like that we get little hints or well more than little hints this time what actually happened to the world because of the blip Mm. or because of the snap or whatever want to call it i I think they officially call it the blip now don't they um yeah it's always the blip but i i thought the blip is them returning and the snap is them disappearing or or is the blip both? I don't know. Well, it's not really important. But kind of that we get either on first on a personal level what happened to these people, but then with the and it's part of the story of Falcon to Wither Soldier as well, what's happening to these people or kind of either the people who came back or the people who well were not snapped away and kind of found new lives within those five years and are refugees now because because of people are returning and i i think it's really cool Mm. that they're trying to tell these stories but uh as i said before this is the part that i think is the weakest link in an otherwise really good show because uh yeah the flag smashers which is basically this terrorist organization who wants Basically, who wants society to return to how it was during the these five years where uh, most of the people were snapped away, and apparently during these five years, the world worked together well or better than it usually did. But now that everyone returned, it's everyone for himself, self again, and mm. they're creating new borders, relocating people, and I mean. On the one hand, I can really get behind what they're saying, and mm. so does Sam. I mean, he basically agrees with the with the main villains, with the flag smashers. Yeah, but what they're doing never really amounts to anything. Even though I I really like uh, the actress, uh, I think it's Erin Kellerman who portrays uh, what was her name, 
Carly. Uh, Carly, Carly Morgan, yeah. Morgenthau, or Morgan, Morgenthau. Morgenthau. Yeah. Morgenthau. Yeah, I, I really liked her as a character, but she didn't really do that much. Yeah, I mean, you're completely right. She, I liked her as a character in the beginning, and then um, she kind of... It, it kind of her character arc was rushed, I would say, because she suddenly is this terrorist <laughs> and you really hate her, uh, which is sad because you you kind of, I mean, I as a person, um, I, I would totally stand behind the basic idea these flag smashers have with the one world, one people. That's that's great that is something that we really should strive for but but she does some really um i I would say some really bad things rather quickly once this is established and then i kind of she lost me there and then i thought you're an asshole they blow up a few buildings and then i think they take some council members hostage yeah but i mean honestly they don't really do that much and one thing i heard and i just read it somewhere not sure if it's actually true i read somewhere that they actually had to or they cut out a subplot because apparently one of the plans that the flex measures had was to release a a virus oh so yeah as a means (laughs) to an end kind of to yeah get their achieve their goals okay but for i think for obvious reasons because with, with all the uh, political commentary to the show like Falcon and the Winter Soldier as apparently it's still supposed to be escape escapism so they didn't want to have a, a virus released during a pandemic which is which is something I can understand but mm-hmm. obviously makes them immediately weaker as as a, as a villain or as, as, as a as a as an antagonizing force so yeah yeah I mean um <laughs> I didn't know that, and, and now that you're saying it, uh, I think that from from a, a plot point of view, uh, I think it would have been understandable that the flag smashers try to um, mimic the uh, the effects of the snap with other means to, just to get it back to how it was, and it would have made sense. I, I think, but no, you cannot do that in the, in the current state of the world. That that's no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, there are a few characters we haven't talked about that much. So Bucky, the Winter Soldier, I really liked Sebastian Stan in this kind of how he had to cope with what he did as the Winter Soldier, something that he still has to work through. How he, mm. on the one hand, how he tried to make amends. But kind of on on the other hand, how he needs to be able to let go, how he needs to be able to uh, move on. So it's not just all the people or kind of all the people he killed that he needs to make amends for. I mean, obviously, it wasn't his fault. He was under the influence. But Mm. he also needs to make amends for himself because, I mean, Bucky, in in a sense, was the first victim of the Winter Soldier. So I, I, I quite like that as well. I think Bucky is in a pretty good place at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think um, it's it's also, again, interesting if you look at Bucky and, again, at 
uh, Isaiah, that Isaiah got had PTSD and everything and got locked away while Bucky, being a white, uh, he gets counsel and uh, and a pardon. Again, another nice point. And um, yeah, I think I think Bucky also. Uh, is 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 a good point of view from the for the whole Captain America thingy because you know I I was surprised that at the end of um, Endgame that Steve didn't choose Bucky as the next Captain America I was surprised back then because in the comics this is I think one of the first things that happened I mean in the comics Sam is Captain America at one point as well. But actually, it's it's Bucky first, if if I remember correctly. Everything it's it's always a bit wobbly with the timelines, and um, now in 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you can see why that he wouldn't have been a great Captain America because he lacks the empathy that that Sam has. He is an awesome character and I really love both of them. As I said at the beginning, I like the chemistry between them and how they grow as friends. And uh, I also love that the show showed me that Steve chose the right person. So uh, both of these aspects, I, I love that immensely. I mean, yeah, you, you just said it. So, I mean, obviously... Sam becomes Captain America in the end. He picks up the so they get the shield or they take the shield from uh yeah from Captain America from John Walker. <laughs> and Bucky uses his connections to Wakanda to get Sam a nice cool suit. And honestly, watching it on my couch. I cheered a little bit when I saw the new Captain America in full costume with wings, the white and blue for the first time. I mean, it's one thing I, I think that I realize in these recent Marvel movies with the design of the costumes, they're leaning in a lot more into the comic books than they used to. Yeah. So in the beginning, yeah. they kind of they try to make the costumes. Yeah. Well, we obviously we we look at the comics, but we're trying to make them cool and practical and maybe a little bit more realistic. With the Captain America suit that Sam gets to wear, they're leaning into full comic book vibes, and I love it. I mean, mm -hmm. he is no super soldier. He doesn't have the serum, as opposed to the flag smashers and even Wyatt Russell. He has the serum. But he has his wings and he trained a lot. There's a really cool training montage. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, at this point, I'm really looking forward because uh, they're doing another Captain America movie. Uh, Malcolm Spellman, the showrunner of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as the show is titled in the end, Captain America and the Winter Soldier <laughs> is one of the writers of the new movie with Sam as Captain America. I'm pretty sure they're going to use uh, Bucky, the White Wolf, as well. 
So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so. quite looking. I'm quite looking forward to that one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. This is something and, I definitely want. To see. As I said before, there are some really cool action set pieces in the last episode with mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Sam the shield and his wings. So that's definitely something to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're running a bit long, so kind of this unplugged short straight to the point did not really work. But yeah, we should we should have known better. But I think there are, there are two characters we, we haven't we haven't even mentioned that I would like to mention. Uh, we should, Zemo. yes. Yeah. Simo was cool. Simo was extremely cool. Um, I never felt that he is a villain, uh, at least not for this story. He has some villainous uh, charisma, <laughs> or he does a couple of villainous things. But in my opinion, he was here to complete the the Bucky story. Or what, what do you think? I mean, I, obviously they they retconned him a little bit, but because I don't think he used to be this rich European aristocrat. Or maybe they uh, just didn't mention it in the, in the movies um, before. So I, I think he, kind of he civ- was. I, I'm, I'm not in, sure. I think anymore. in Civil War, they didn't mention this. So on the one hand, I kind of like what he did and I realize what yeah what his purpose was. On the other hand, I mean, he was tech. Well, he was the villain of uh, Captain America Civil War. And I mean, he gets out of it too easy i think they're <laughs> i mean i mean it's it's they're barely commenting on it what i mean yeah i mean he he basically killed uh the king of wakanda and it's barely ma- i mean obviously the wakandans are after him and in the end they get him and imprison him in the raft but i mean mm. he, he in my opinion he gets off a little bit too quickly and it's 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 a little bit rushed let's just put it that way i i like yeah. what they used him for but the way mm. they got him there or the way they made him part of the story i've it, it feel, to me it feels a little bit rushed yeah but the scenes with him are all fun Seymour <laughs> dancing i mean it's an instant meme it's an instant meme let's be honest Seymour dancing i mean and, i mean daniel Brühl is a, is a very talented actor so i yeah part of the Definitely. hopes that they bring him back in some capacity and i think i think i think they're going to i mean they did not kill him. He's on the raft, and usually, if you're not dead, you're you're coming back at, at least in some capacity. Yeah, and sometimes you're coming back when if you're dead. But <laughs> yeah, I hope he will return. Yeah, uh, I mean, one other character is Sharon Carter. Yeah, she gets some screen time here as well. Uh, she's another thing I'm not really sure about because yeah, she turns out to be the power broker another well-known Marvel character. And I get how, what they try to do so that she, uh, how she felt and what happened to her, that she kind of lost faith in, in the system or whatever. But at least in the movies, I kind of in Captain America, Winter Soldier, and I think she was in Civil War as well, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Or Yeah. She was in the Winter Soldier, yeah. Uh, I think. And I, she, actually, yeah, she was. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it... For me, it feels a little bit out of character for her to become technically a bad guy. She was too good or too... She she was a decent person in those movies and now it seems... Yeah, she's 
more than a little bit shady. So I, I don't really know what I think about it. Obviously, I'm interested mm-hmm. in where they take it. But yeah, that's another of those things where I'm not 100% behind. Well, I, um, I, I, I agree. However, I think that, uh, I mean, you feel from the instant that she appears on screen that something is not quite right with her. There is a yeah, lot yeah. that, or, or didn't you? Yeah, of course. I mean, within the show that she turns out to be the power mm-hmm. broker, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just having a problem with her being that person that she is here. Because that's yes. not how I saw her in the older movies. And obviously, I don't know what happened to her in those five years. Obviously. That is, of course, a good point. Or maybe she has been working for the power broker be- before she became the power broker herself. Uh, I don't know exactly. There there are obviously more people involved uh, based on the phone call she makes at the very end of the, uh, of the series. Um, I mean, I liked the scenes where she was. She wasn't, it wasn't quite as often on screen as I had thought she would be. Uh, I, I thought she had a, a bigger part in the story based on, yeah, the, uh, the advertisements and stuff. And I, I'm really interested what happens to her. Uh, uh, I'd like to see more of her. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm not sure in what capacity she's going to be back, but I'm pretty sure they find something for her to do in the future. Yeah, probably. Um, she she had she she did a great job. Uh, I like the way she portrayed her character. So um, yeah, we'll see what will happen. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, there there's. One other character who has a yeah short appearance and kind of a, a big casting event, Julia Louis Dreyfus, the yeah, <laughs> quite well known actress. Yeah, appears as, and I have to admit, I have to I have to read it. Uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Uh, I'm not sure what they have planned with her, but it's definitely going to be interesting. So, yeah, I, yeah, I loved her immediately. I mean, I, I love her since Seinfeld, <laughs> and and uh, or, I or I was uh, <laughs> I was kind of uh, happy see her, and she she I, I think her first words are these boots are not for walking. <laughs> I, uh, and then and she, she gives she, uh, uh, kind of John Walker's wife. She gives her a card. Which is just empty. Such a power move. <laughs> no, I, I uh, honestly, I right now I don't know what what kind of character Well is supposed to be. Uh, I don't remember uh, from the comics anything. Maybe they combine a couple of things. I'm I'm not I mean, sure she, right she now. Is, she is a Marvel character, uh, character, so she she's one of those. I mean, she has, uh, yeah, she she plays different roles and. But, I mean, I think usually she's just referred to as the Contessa. Ah, okay, okay. Now I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, but obviously, yeah, they, they're not all, always doing the same things with, with yeah. characters. But, I, I mean, obviously, she's she's not the Agatha Harkness of, of, of the, the Winter, <laughs> uh, Falcon, the Winter Soldier. But, 
I mean, she might play a similar role in the future. I think maybe she's the one who gets an evil Avengers team together. She, to, to me, it seemed like she might be the evil version of Nick Fury. That that could very well be. Uh, I, I think with the inclusion of the US agent, and I, I think we told that, that uh, uh, John Walker becomes the US agent, and with the inclusion of him, it makes sense that we have the Dark Avengers at one point. Um, maybe they go that route. Maybe. And rumor is she also appears in Black Widow. Ooh. Oh, and I mean, okay. kind of rumor is that technically she was supposed to appear there first because, yeah, Black Widow is supposed to be out since last yeah, year of, of course yeah they should have been out for a long, for quite a while yeah this this is gonna be interesting aha it's gonna be interesting yeah okay do you have anything else to say or should we wrap it up i i mean there there i could say a lot but i guess we have talked for long enough we, sh- we should wrap it up shouldn't we i mean we obviously we, well you can hear it we both like it yeah there are some problems with the show, but I mean, at least for me, the two Disney Plus Marvel shows that I've seen so far have both been worth it. Maybe for me, WandaVision a little bit more than Falcon Winter Soldier, but I enjoyed both of them immensely. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to Loki starting in June, I think. Yeah, very soon. With kind of Wednesday is the new Friday. they're releasing new episodes on wednesday so i'm quite excited about that but yeah we'll we'll see so we'll definitely are going to review loki as well i think so yes i think so too yeah okay yeah was was nice trying a new format out with you yeah and yeah i mean short we we, we talked for more than half an hour didn't we you know 37 minutes already (laughs) we apologize (laughs) We apologize, but yeah, we get excited. We we get passionate, so yeah, it happens. Okay, so uh, talk to you soon, and take care, pet. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.